Welcome to the On My Own Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Ash. Each week, you can follow me on my journey to become independent and hear amazing interviews with experts on health, productivity, and entrepreneurship. I'm 18 and am passionate about wellness and living a fulfilling life. I'm so excited to bring you along as I struggle, thrive, and learn from experiences I have when I'm on my own. Hello guys, welcome back to a new episode. Wow, has it been a while. I feel like I haven't recorded in ages and I think it was just because I was a little bit unmotivated because I haven't been able to get a lot of guests on and things like that. But I decided to just start doing a bunch more solo episodes and I'm really excited to be more consistent now with this podcast. So today I'm going to jump right into it and we are going to be talking about my tips for how to build up your metabolism and I'm going to be giving you guys eight tips. So the first tip I have for you guys, the first way that you can build up your metabolism is by feeding your gains and you need to be following your hunger. You need to be eating consistently throughout the day. You need to be eating in the morning You need to be fueling before and after your workouts. All of these things are what's going to build up your metabolism and allow you to be able to eat more food. Because if you want to be able to eat more food, you need to give your body that food to be able to adjust to. So the real key here is having a calorie surplus and that's what's going to actually build your muscle up and that's what's going to help you build your metabolism. Now, when I say build metabolism, it's like when you say this, I say that, that's how you should think of the relationship between metabolism and muscle. So I say metabolism, you say muscle. Because the more muscle you have on you, the higher your metabolism is going to be. A lot of the times, if people are like, oh, I just have a fast metabolism, that's me. It usually just means they have a naturally higher muscle mass on them. And you don't have to look big and muscly in order to have a high amount of muscle mass. Actually, a lot of the times people will look leaner even though they have a lot of muscle mass on them because muscle looks leaner than having fat on you. Fat looks fluffier and muscle looks denser and tighter. The second tip I have for you guys is to lift weights. So in order to build muscle, you need to be in a caloric surplus, but you also be need to be progressively overloading your muscle with a stimulus. And the easiest way to do this, in my opinion, is to lift weights. So you can build muscle by doing things like Pilates and yoga. I don't want to tell you that you shouldn't do those things or that you can't do those things if you want to build your metabolism because that's not true. If you're doing those things and you're progressively getting better, especially with things like yoga where you're doing handstands and all these things, you will build muscle, especially if you're deconditioned currently, you will definitely build muscle. But if you want to really be stoking your metabolism and your metabolism is pretty low right now, then Lifting weights is definitely going to help you do that in a faster and easier way. And if you don't want to get quote-unquote bulky, you you shouldn't be afraid of lifting weights because lifting weights doesn't make you bulky. Now, some people find that if they have too much cortisol from lifting weights, it can make them look inflamed, which is where that bulky look might come in. But honestly, unless you're on anabolic steroids, 
if especially if you're a woman, you're not going to be looking bulky from lifting weights. It's just it's impossible. So if you find that you're looking bulky from lifting weights, it's likely because you have a higher body fat and so lifting weights might just accentuate that, but most of the times it makes you look a lot leaner. So lifting weights can be done two to three times per week. You don't have to abandon all the exercise that you love in order to do this. You can do it two to three times per week. And if you want to do cardio, yoga, Pilates, just make sure you're keeping, especially cardio, as far from lifting as possible. So an example schedule could be maybe you have a leg day on Monday and you want to keep your cardio as far away from that leg day as possible. Or if you don't want to grow your legs so much, but you want to grow your arms more, then you're going to want to keep your cardio as far away from your arm days as possible. Whatever you want to grow more, keep it away. Because cardio is going to send the opposite type of signal. So I'm a cardio bunny. I love it. I love running. But I just make sure that I'm running at the end of the week on the weekends instead of the beginning of the week. And I make sure to do my strength training more geared towards the beginning of the week. That way, the signal from the cardio is as far as possible away from the signal from the muscle building. And this will help you preserve muscle while doing cardio and whatever you want to do, while also allowing you to build maximum amount of muscle without having to cut out other types of exercise that you might like. Now, if you don't want to do cardio at all, then you don't have to worry about this. You can have whatever schedule you want, but this is just something to keep in mind if you do want to do cardio. So my third tip is to ignore the scale, kind of. So building muscle is a tricky mental game because especially if you're used to wanting to always weigh less and be smaller, building muscle is going to likely add weight to the scale. Now, if you have a significant amount of weight to lose, then you actually might find that you lose weight when you build muscle. But most of the times, especially if you're more petite, you're going to gain weight as you put on muscle, and that's okay, that's normal, and that's good. Now, the reason I say ignore the scale, kind of, is because, yes, building muscle will put on weight, and you shouldn't use the scale to gauge your progress entirely, but the best way to build muscle and reduce or minimize fat gain is to use the scale as a gauge to see if you're adding calories too quickly. So aim to maintain your weight or only slightly increase about half a pound a week because this is going to show that you are putting on muscle and not just putting on fat. If you're finding you're gaining a bunch of week, not a bunch of week, a bunch of weight every single week, it's likely that you're putting on a lot of fat with your muscle, which may be what you want, because if, especially if you don't have your period or a regular um, hormone cycle, you may want and need to put on fat. But if you do have that, then you're going to want to keep an eye on the scale and just make sure that you're not putting on an excessive amount of weight very quickly because that's likely going to be indicating fat gain. Now, the first week or two, you'll likely put on a lot of weight because of water, but I'm talking about in the long-term game. And when you're watching the scale to make sure you're maintaining or slightly increasing your weight, just make sure that your strength is going up, but your weight is maintaining and that 
you are also increasing your calories while that weight is maintaining. Um, so all of those are good signs that you're putting on muscle and not just fat. Also, I want to remind you that you are not a number and that the number on the scale should not define you as a person. Okay, so my fourth tip is to consume one to one and a half grams per pound of body weight and protein. Now, this is really high and this is actually too usually too high for me. It gives me stomach issues, but if you can tolerate this amount of protein, it's been proven that it is the most efficient at building muscle. So you may not need this much protein. The minimum amount of protein you should be getting for muscle gain is 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight, but if you want to put on muscle pretty quickly or if you're dieting, and you want to maintain muscle mass, this amount of protein is what's going to help you do that the most efficiently. So some examples of protein that I like are edamame, tofu, tempeh, even Ezekiel bread has a lot of protein. Um, Brown rice is a higher protein carb. Nut butters, nuts, seeds, things like hemp, chia, flax seeds, protein powders. I like pea protein. I never use whey. It's really... Um, inflammation causing. Also, I just can't have dairy. But even if I could, I wouldn't use whey because it can be very inflammatory. But those are the proteins that I like. So my fifth tip is to make sure that you're eating enough of the other stuff. So just because you're quote-unquote bulking doesn't mean you should just not eat healthfully. So veggies are really important to process all the extra food you're giving the body and to make sure you have enough micronutrients to really fuel muscle gain. So don't skimp out on veggies. I know they have more fiber. They can be more filling. Don't skip out on them. If you have to, throw them in the smoothie if they're too voluminous for the amount of calories you're trying to get it get in. But really, don't skimp on the veggies. That's what's going to give you those micronutrients. Another thing is to make sure you're not just eating protein because if you're only eating protein or you're mostly eating protein, that's not going to give you enough protein to actually spare for muscle building. So eating enough carbs and fats is when you're actually going to see the most muscle and strength gains because it's going to spare that protein for muscle building. My sixth tip is to make sure you are progressively overloading. Now this doesn't just apply to lifting weights. This can also mean making sure every time you run, you're trying to run a little bit faster, a little bit harder. Or every time you do yoga, you're working on improving your tricks like handstands and things like that. Or every time you do Pilates, maybe you're trying to hold your visa a little bit higher or become more fluid in your positions. Just make sure you're improving and that's what's going to help you see the most muscle gain. But when it comes to weightlifting, you just want to aim to either go slightly more heavy than last time, add a rep, things like that to just make sure you're progressively overloading and you're not letting your muscles adapt too much and just stay in that adapted state. You want to wait for your muscles to adapt and then change the stimulus so that they continue to adapt more and more and build more and more muscle. My seventh tip is to make sure you are sleeping enough. If you are not sleeping enough, you're not going to build muscle. Sleep is extremely, extremely important for muscle building and that's what's going 
to really stabilize your hormones, allow you to build muscle. And another thing I haven't touched on yet is that if you're not getting a regular menstrual cycle, if you are a female, you are not going to build muscle very easily. It's going to be a very big struggle for you. So make sure that if you've lost your period through intense exercise, you're focusing on getting that back before you focus on building muscle. That's a really important point that I want you guys to take note of if you are struggling with this. And my last tip for today is to make sure you're taking off days. You build muscle on the days you are not training. So I know sometimes it feels like you need to be training all the time in order to build muscle. You're feeling frustrated. Maybe you're not building muscle as fast as you want to be. That doesn't mean you need to push harder in the gym. Maybe it just means you need a rest, especially if you're the type of person like me who just goes and goes and goes and doesn't give her body a rest and you're not seeing progress. That's probably because you're not resting and the only time you can build muscle is when you're resting. Now, when I say rest days, that doesn't mean just lay on your couch and do nothing. You can walk, you can exercise very, very lightly, like doing restorative yoga or very light Pilates, things like that. But don't be pushing yourself. Don't go to a power yoga class and call it your rest day. That's not a rest day. You want to just be doing light activity so you're not getting delayed onset muscle soreness and you're not just shocking your muscles by just completely not using them. But I want you guys to rest. And if you don't feel like walking on your rest day, don't. If you don't feel like doing restorative yoga on your rest day, don't. You can just rest. But I do suggest at least stretching just to maintain the habit of exercising and moving your body. And also stretching is going to help um, lengthen out your muscles so your form is better. It's going to help prevent soreness. It's going to help improve and maintain your mobility. And it's just really important. So I do suggest, especially if you quote-unquote don't have time to stretch after the gym, make sure you're at least stretching on your rest days. So I hope these tips were helpful. If you guys want me to go more in depth on any of these, make sure to shoot me a DM at either my account Sasha Fit or this podcast account at on my own pod and I will get back to you and make sure to do the episodes you want. If you ask, you will receive and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it if you can and follow me on Instagram at Sasha Fit and at on my own pod. Okay, thank you guys so much for listening and I will be in your ears next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the On My Own podcast. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If you did enjoy this episode, please make sure to leave a rating and a review on the iTunes app. It really helps the podcast grow. It helps us get recommended so that we can get more guests on the podcast. If you have any specific episode requests or if you have guest requests, Or even if you would like to be on the podcast yourself and you have an interesting story you'd like to share, please DM me at the On My Own Podcast Instagram page, which is at On My Own Pod. If you'd like to follow Sasha's Plate, my personal health and wellness Instagram, you can do that at sashas.plate. And for blog posts and for the show notes of this episode in more detail, go to Simply Sasha, S-I-M-P-L-Y, S-A-C-I-A dot com where you can find blog posts, recipes, and all the episode show notes. Thank you guys again so much for watching and I will be in your ears next episode.